Looking to take your career or small business to the next level? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Melissa Washington Show with your host, Melissa Washington. All right, welcome everyone to the Melissa Washington Show, and I have a very special guest on today, Carrie Lynn Vinci, who is the founder of Invincible Enterprises. And not only is she the founder of Invincible Enterprises, she's also a dear friend of mine, and she's also contributed to my book, Get Back to Work. Welcome, Carrie. Oh, Melissa, it's always fun to talk to you. Yes, Thank you. yes. Thank you, and thank yeah. you so much for taking the time to be one of my first guests on the podcast. As you know, I just started this. I'm so excited um, that you're here, and um, I'm very excited for the listeners to hear about what you're doing. So first of all, I just want to just share a little bit with the listeners how we met and our continued relationship, and it's always you know, meeting someone and um, finding some, you know, some similar synergies, and I know we had met five years ago when actually when I was looking for work, and you came in as a speaker um, to talk about franchise ownership um, to us. So, and, and you're not doing that now, but kind of just share um, a little bit about what you were doing because you weren't running a franchise. You were actually helping connect people to franchises. Well, actually, I, I owned a franchise that sold franchises. I know that's hard to get your arms around. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's very true. One of the things that I like to do, and you're really good at this too, is connecting the dots. So, you know, even though it's a different business now, I was doing the same thing when I owned the franchise, is helping adults who were in transition, like you were, um, if in fact they wanted to be a business owner, but they didn't necessarily want to start from scratch. You know, they wanted to have a model, they wanted to have some framework for a business. So I would help them figure out what their skill sets were that they that were transferable, what they wanted to do, what kind of life they wanted to have, what their investment level was. And then I would introduce them to several different franchise concepts and take them through the process of the due diligence to figure out which one would help them reach their goals. So that's what I was doing then when we met. Perfect. And so a lot of it's, you know, it's, it's starting your own business, but it's a, it's a, you still have to have the same um, desire, wanting to start a business, but also, too, a, a benefit of franchises. What would you say some of the benefits are for anyone that may be listening to maybe look at starting a franchise or getting into franchi- uh, having their own franchise? Yeah, I mean, because there's two different things there, because I do talk to people who who have an idea and they want to create a franchise around that idea. That's a whole different business model. The, the ones more typical is when there's an existing franchise model and there is either a store or a service um, available and somebody purchases the rights to duplicate that in a territory that hasn't been developed yet. And that's, that's the benefit. You have a business uh, model already. They've figured out um, how much money you need. They figured out on average when you're going to break even. They've figured out how many employees you need and what those employees need to do. So it's kind of like business in a box. Got it's it. good who um, want to be independent. It's kind of like being a football player, but you still have a coach. That, Got it. And uh, you were their coach. Well, I, wasn't, I was the coach to help them find it, but then the franchisor is an ongoing coach to help them play the game. Very good. 
Well, good. Yeah. And I think, too, a lot of people have, like, misconceptions of franchises or not understanding. Um, and when I launched my book last year, even before, well, before I launched my book, um, I had talked to you about contributing to my book, and you um, were so gracious enough to contribute to my book, actually, my Chapter 14, which is starting your own business. And you shared some um, seven personality quirks that entrepreneurs share. And, it, and these, these crossover, this is not just for franchises, and I'm going to read the seven, not just for franchises, but just any entrepreneur. And the first one you said, you see yourself as being unique. The second mm-hmm. one, you see a better way to improve everything. Three, mm-hmm. you're easily bored. Four, mm-hmm. you don't like rules. Five, you become immersed in projects. Six, you resist the status quo. And seven, you have a burning desire to create. These are awesome because I am all of the above. So, <laughs> and I definitely feel that these are definitely um, these, in a sense, you call these these personality quirks um, that we all share. And, you, and you're an entrepreneur as well, and we're going to talk about um, one of your new recent um, entrepreneur uh, ventureships there too. So anything else you want to share about maybe anyone that's looking, not just a franchise, but anyone that's looking to, to get into entrepreneurship, just starting their own business? Um, yeah, one of the things that I think is important is the, um, the fact that there's no guarantees. I think that's the stumbling block for a lot of people because they think that getting a a J-O-B is secure and they're afraid to become an entrepreneur because that paycheck is not coming in like they're used to. So you have to have a mental shift of knowing that a J-O-B may not be secure because you could get F-I-R-E-D any time. Absolutely. There's no such thing as a permanent job, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thing, as our dear friend Carleen McKay will tell you. Absolutely. Um, that's, that's one thing. And then the other thing, um, when people decide they want to either buy a franchise or they want to be an entrepreneur, I think the other thing that's really important to know is you will never work harder or longer in your life than when you work for yourself. And it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. So you need to be really fully prepared to throw yourself into it totally. And, uh, and know that if, in fact, you have a good business model and you're following your model and you're providing a, a product or a service that the, that the world wants and needs, then eventually you're going to be okay. And then also, too, of having passion about or being really, you know, or, and I don't say to be really good at it because it could be something you learn, but if you really love what you do, um, and, and it's kind of it's going to lead me into what you're doing now. So you were, you had, the, you know, you had, you you owned this franchise that helped get other people connected with franchises, but there was, I don't want to, was, did you feel that there was something missing or just something more that you wanted to do? And when did you know that? Well, the the business that I have now, which is Invincible Enterprises, I got the idea for this business back in 1994. And so this is not something that was new to me. It was um, not something that was doable back then because the technology wasn't available, so I shelved it. And when I bought the franchise, when I bought my franchise um, six-plus years ago, um, this idea was still in my mind. 
Um, but, you know, one of the things that, that we mentioned earlier is being easily bored. Um, I have consistently, and this is not necessarily something I recommend for other people, but I have consistently started a business and either if it worked out well, which has happened fortunately, I've been able to sell it. And if it hasn't worked out well, because I have fallen on my face like a lot of people who try different things have, um, then I move on to other things. And the transition from the franchise business to Invincible Enterprise was a very deliberate transition. Um, I was at a point in the franchise business where I, I knew what I needed to know, and I was, I was pretty much um, at a point where I was ready for something new. And my idea for Invincible Enterprises, now that technology is so different and available, that kept nagging at me. You know, it's time to revisit that. So I put together a plan of getting my franchise ready to be sold and at the same time building up my and updoing my business plan, updoing, um, we wrote the book, the playbook for teens, we did the app, and doing a, a smooth transition so that I could sell the franchise business and devote full time to Invincible Enterprises. So let's talk about Invincible Enterprises and love the way you incorporated your last name into Invincible Enterprises. How perfect, <laughs> how perfect yeah. is that? Talk about brand right there. So, yeah. so, talk, so, so let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about Invincible. And, and, and I guess in a sense you've already told us why now. I mean, the technology is here. It's, it's been there. So tell us what does Invincible Enterprises do? Um, what we do is we, we're creating content, and the content is print, and it's also digital. And the, what, the purpose of the content is to help teenagers take a look at the kind of life they want to have as adults and then working backwards, figuring out what kind of an education they're going to need in order to manifest that life. Now, you mentioned earlier how important it is you know, to be passionate about something, and that's very true. You've got to like what you're doing. But one of the things that I think is real important is to be practical. And one of the practical things that we put into Invincible is looking at the types of careers that kids can pursue. And when I say kids, I mean teenagers, college students, that they can pursue that can be monetized. And monetization is not a word that you're going to hear very much in schools. But it's a word that if, in fact, somebody's getting an education so that they can support themselves the way they want to live, it's something to look at before you select what you're going to study. So it's looking at the market, seeing what the market is going to be needing now and in the future, and getting an education appropriate for that. And so that's the reason that when Carlene and I wrote the book, we focused on what we call STEAM. That's science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And we also focused on teenage girls. And the reason for that is there's, there's, that's where the biggest demand is in industry. Corporations are clamoring for girls in those fields. So we wrote a book it's called The Playbook, Playbook for Teens. It's kind of like football players um, follow a playbook from, from the coach. Uh, when you go to the theater, the actors and actresses are following a playbook that the director put together so that you know where to go, you know where to stand, you know your lines. So this is a playbook that teenagers can follow and 
hear about stories of young women very close to their age who have been successful in STEAM careers, and not necessarily what they do on a daily basis, but some of the hurdles they had to overcome. Again, going back to it's not easy. Um, Being brilliant is is tough work. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But there's a lot of very talented kids out there who, if they see what's available, they become inspired to get the education and to put together a game plan to reach the goals they want. And eventually what we're going to be doing is layering a mentoring component on top of it so that they have some guidance along the way. So those are the, those are the three things that are the foundation of uh, Invincible's uh, playbook platform. The inspiration through the role models a game plan because we know that as adults, we know that unless you put together a plan, you're not going to get the results you want. So they have a goal, they put together a game plan, and then they get a person, an adult, to help them navigate it a little bit so that they can get through the stumbling blocks and achieve whatever it is they want to achieve, keeping in mind that that's all going to change, but they're going in a direction that they want to go in. So the playbook is, 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 is specifically for girls. Yes. It's the, the first one is for girls. We have every intent of writing one for boys as well. And I'm also in conversation with several organizations about writing a specific one. For instance, I'm talking with people in the aerospace industry. And that's in the defense industry. Um, one of the things that's real important is you, the United States defense contractors can't hire people unless they have a government clearance. So we need to cultivate more scientists, more people in technology, more engineers that go into rocket science, for instance. So we're in conversation to develop a playbook for rocket science. That's fantastic. So now with the, yeah. the current, so with the current playbook um, that you have, I've known you have some great successes. So where is this being used? So give us an idea of where the playbook is currently being used to give our listeners a good idea of maybe it's we have a listener, maybe that's a parent or a teacher that may want to get one of these books, whether for their child or for a student. So kind of share where yeah. it's being used right now. Sure. Um, it was launched actually um, here in Sacramento um, in October at an event that the women of AT&T sponsor, and it's called Expanding Your Horizons. And it's for um, eighth and ninth grade girls who already have an interest in science, technology, engineering, and math. So it was launched there. We, we developed an app, and the, what the app does is After the event is over, it's an opportunity for the sponsors to to keep in touch with the girls that attended the conference because it's a one-day conference. So it was launched here. It was also launched um, in Texas, in Austin, when they did uh, the same event, Expanding Your Horizons. It was used at Lawrence Livermore for a similar program. And in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking to a group down at Diablo College. And for this particular group, I'm talking to the parents of the kids. And um, what I'm talking with them about is, are you raising a STEAM superstar 
And we've put together a guide so that if parents want to work through the playbook with their, with their daughters, they have um, kind of guidance so that they can help the kids understand what to do and how to use the playbook. Uh, it's also be, going to be used this summer um, at El Dorado High School where they're doing a summer program and we're putting together what we call a mastermind where instead of calling it a book club, we're calling it a mastermind hmm. and the kids together with an instructor or a teacher or a parent. We, I don't know who they're going to be hiring to do this yet. And they're, they'll go through the different chapters because each chapter has... Uh, questions at the end. So there's journaling, and then there's some research that the kids can do. For instance, um, all right, let's say that you decide you're interested in science. So part of the research is to look at the types of things you can do with a high school diploma, or, or going to a trade school, going to a college, or getting an advanced degree, all in science. So the instructor helps them, helps the kids going through the mastermind by doing research on what companies are hiring in the area and where they can get further education. So then what the, what the students do is they go out and they interview somebody who is at one of these trade schools or universities that's studying science, and they go out and they talk to an employee. And then they come back as a group and then they discuss science. Now let's say there's six girls in the group. They'll all have had different experiences. They share from one another, and they'll get an idea of, by learning from each other, what are the possibilities with this type of a, a degree in science at the various levels, at going into it just from high school, going into it with a trade school or a community college degree, a four-year degree or an advanced degree. So this, it's kind of like a stepping stone. It connects the dots for them from where they are now and what the possibilities are for the future. So that's what the mastermind is all about. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, tell me about, too about the, uh, the Entrepreneur Showcase. Okay. Um, one of the things that um, I believe is really important, and I know you do too, Melissa, is um, ongoing learning. And when I was making the transition from selling my franchise to launching Invincible Enterprises, I, I wanted some additional learning. So I applied to the Entrepreneur Showcase, which is sponsored by Velocity Venture Capital um, in Folsom, and they have an Entrepreneur Center that they just um, opened two years ago, and there, I don't know how many companies applied, but it was for technology companies, and there were probably 40, 50 different companies that applied, and it, the process of getting in took about three or four months, and it was kind of like crawling through a tunnel um, filled with glass and snakes. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was one of the wow. most difficult things. <laughs> I have done in a long time, and fortunately, I was one of um, one of the companies that was selected to go through the course, and it was very high level. It was kind of like getting an MBA in business. Um, and every every week, we would meet together and learn from each other and um, have coursework that we studied in advance, and then um, discuss it in class 
a lot of speakers were brought in so that we could learn all about you know forming forming a company banking uh, the marketing part the distribution part the employee part all of that about having a technology business and then the the final get together was a pitch which they they helped us uh, develop over a period of several months in the course, and we pitched to a room full of angel investors and venture capitalists. So that was the Entrepreneur Showcase, and I highly recommend it to anybody that is launching a technology business to apply for it. They're taking applications right now for the course that will start in September. Great, and that's, that's local here in the greater Sacramento area? That's in Folsom. Uh-huh. In Folsom. Great. Yeah. Great. Well, this is fantastic, all the work um, that you're doing. As we all know that there is a need for um, more people in technology, but even more specific, um, getting women into technology. And it all starts, you know, as early as, you know, middle school, high school. And I feel what you're doing is, is phenomenal. And I really Thank hope you. more and more um, people can hear about this, whether, again, whether it's educators or parents, um, to be able to help with this playbook. And I, and I love the playbook because it's, 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 in a sense, it's, it's a workbook. So it's got a lot of great information, practical information. You get to hear stories about um, women that are in technology, which is, which is so inspiring, and to hear where they've come from and, you know, their different ways that they've gotten where they are. Um, mm-hmm. it's, yep. it's fantastic. Um, There's a lot I, of ways to the mountain, and that's one of the things that I think um, kids, when I say kids, I mean middle school and high school kids, need to know that there's not just one way to become a superstar. You can, you can enter those fields a lot of different ways, and that's what the role models talk about, because they all had different paths. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. So, to get more information on Invincible Enterprises, listeners can go to InvincibleEnterprises.com. And also, too, the playbook is on Amazon, right? And I just read something now. It's also in audio version? Um, not an audio, but it's digital. Digital. Excuse me, digital. That's what I meant. Technology. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it's digital. So what does that mean when it's digital? You can buy it for your Kindle. Perfect. Love it. Which a lot of people love, and even kids might be more open to looking at it because it's they can get it on the Kindle, right? So, right. And they can just go to Amazon.com. And what should they look for, Carrie, when they go to Amazon.com to look for the playbook? Playbook for teens. Playbook for teens. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. And is there anything as we close here? Anything else that you wanted to um, share, or any other ways to contact you besides your website? Um, well. Through my website or through email, Carrie at InvincibleEnterprises.com. And you know, if anybody is listening that has teenagers and they have any questions, they can feel free to email me or, or call me. I'm happy to have a conversation and see how I can help. Great. Carrie, thank you so much for your time and this invaluable information um, that can help our um, next generation of, of tech-savvy girls that will eventually, hopefully, you know, become CEOs in, in, in those levels of positions. So thank you so much. Thank you. This has been fun talking to you. I always like talking to you. Oh. And have a weekend. Thank you, Carrie. Okay. Bye-bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Melissa Washington Show. Branding, career transitioning, marketing, you name it, she's got you covered. Head on over to melissawashington.com to stay up to date and get access to past shows. We'll see you next time.